All right, we are back here on Sports Phone KNBR, following up on the Giants Hot Stove Show, which aired during the 7 o'clock hour this evening. But we figured we'd keep the Giants conversation rolling with someone that everyone here at KNBR knows well, a favorite of the KNBR listeners, Marty Lurie. Marty, happy birthday, and how are you? I'm doing great, Kerry. Great, great. It's great to hear your voice. And, you know, there's a lot going on in the sports world in the Bay Area, let's face it. Uh, but down here in Arizona... Uh, if you listen carefully, you can hear the bat hit the ball. It's not too far away. So I'm feeling pretty good. The birthday was terrific. Got so many nice comments from everybody on Twitter and Facebook and the fans and everyone else, including yourself and Raf, that it made it a special day today. So I'm very happy. Yeah, 49 years young, Marty. How about that? <laughs> so an- another special one, and next year's the milestone. Hey, I've seen a lot of baseball, and that's what I was thinking about today, you know, and, and when we talk about things that are going on, and Sunday is a very special day in mm-hmm. the Bay Area. It's going to be Willie Mays Day, uh, 2-4-24. That's only going to happen once in the century uh, that that can happen. Or Heck, uh, 24 is not coming around for another 1,000 years, whatever. But um, it's a big day Sunday uh, celebrating Willie Mays uh, in San Francisco, and And we've got the game in Birmingham uh, coming up in June at Rickwood Field. So there's a lot of celebrations that will go on, that will go on around the ball club this year. And, uh, you know, you can kind of feel it a little bit down here because, uh, let's face it, once the 49ers win that Super Bowl, uh, you know, I'll be on the air February 24th, a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl. Exactly. February 1st is the day today I woke up thinking about baseball for the first time in a while. And this show has been all about football, Marty, uh, throughout the offseason. Sportsphone KMBR was coming back, and it's been all Niners talk all the time, except for Thursday nights here where we have our little reprieve and talk baseball. And I woke up today thinking about what it's going to be like when pitchers and catchers report to spring training, and maybe not as different as many of us were expecting when the offseason began. No, and look, you've been through this with us before, and for me, uh, I started going to spring training on, this is now year 29 of doing shows in the Bay Area, so there's about 96, 97 coming down here, and, uh, you know, you just never know what is going to happen in spring training and who's going to stand out and what phenoms have been throwing over the over the winter and winter ball, and they come in throwing 98 all of a sudden, and you hear about the great sliders and all this stuff. But for the Giants, uh, pitching-wise, it's it's very much up in the air. I mean, let's face it, Robbie Ray isn't going to be doing anything and uh, memorable probably until the middle of the year at best. Alex Cobb coming off the hip, you hope that he's going to be doing something around May or June. Uh, so you have that going on. So there's going to be a lot of Kyle Harrison and Tristan Beck. And Jordan Hicks, uh, you know, it's going to be amazing when we stand out there with Alex and uh, Susan and Danny and everyone else who's going to be down here and listen to that glove pop. You remember from where we stand? Oh, yeah. And you're going to hear the Jordan Hicks pitch and that glove pop at 102. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see what they do with him. So he's important for me to see what shape he's in and what the arm is like as they try to stretch him out in spring training. Uh, and the other one is Kyle Harrison, uh, because let's face it, uh, he is a big deal in this rotation, and he, I'm sure, learned a lot last year. And now they're going to stretch him out over 75 pitches early. You know, last year when they brought him up, all of a sudden he was throwing 75, 85, 90 pitches, and he hadn't done that in Sacramento, and he got to that part of the game, and he got lit up. 
Well, now they're going to have to really train him to be a, a number two, number three starter for this rotation. So I think we're going to see a lot of him in spring training. And the other one is Wisenhunt, mm-hmm. uh, who was injured last year, who they say, you know, look, as a lefty in the minor leagues, and look, minor leagues mean you ain't done nothing yet. You're just a prospect. <laughs> but this guy's changeup is legit. And as a lefty having a changeup, and, and he could bring, you know, the fastball as well, it's very, very enticing. And uh, he may be the one that when he gets in a game, he may be the one that I want to look at. Because I kind of know what Hicks can do. And uh, Hicks will be sort of like a Jacob Junis kind of guy and Alex Wood. You know, they'll put him in there for three or four innings and hope they get that out of him. If it doesn't work, then, you know, he's great in the bullpen, you know, insurance for Duvall. But Wisenhunt, for me, that's a guy who could be the sleeper. Yeah. Uh, We've seen Beck. We know what Beck can do. We know what Wynn can do. And it's just another year older for them. But for Wisenhunt and Harrison, those are the two kind of key guys for me, to answer your question in a long way, of pitching and spring training. Uh, And that's what we've got right now. I don't see Blake Snell coming here. I don't see Jordan Montgomery coming here. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, expectations. But for the bullpen, uh, you know, you got the two Rogers. You've got uh, Ryan, uh, who last year, uh, Ryan Walker, who was terrific, terrific, uh, unsung, this guy. Mm-hmm. And you get Luke Jackson a year off the Tommy John, should be much better. And then you get Duvall, who, you know, another learning year for him. So the bullpen's not in bad shape. Not in bad shape at all. I think the bullpen is in pretty decent shape. And, you know, that's the other part of just getting kids who can throw hard. Uh, That's what you look for. And in spring training, you don't want to kill yourself, but guys are working out all winter long. So it should be fun. It should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I always think about every year, and especially down at spring training, you know, when we stand there on the dugout rail and take in (laughs) batting practice and see who looks different from the year before, I always think you want it to be a year for the history books. But, Marty, the way that this team is structured right now and all the youth and inexperience, all the young guys you just mentioned, it feels a little bit more like a science experiment at this point. That's not to say that that's a bad thing. Giants fans have been yearning for the next homegrown core, but right now— Kyle Harrison's your number two or your number three. He's not fighting for a job. He has a job. Marco Luciano is the shortstop until Tyler Fitzgerald or Casey Schmidt says otherwise. They're not bringing in outside help, at least not yet. And so I really do wonder what the complexion of this team looks like in April compared to the end of the season because a lot of these guys are going to sink or swim right away. Yeah, and that's okay. Um, Look, at some point you have to have a transition. It's Mm -hmm. just got to happen. And you can't fall back on 2021 for the great year of Belt and Posey and Crawford and, and Gosman and all that. That's, those days are done. So they really have to get the new core group. And that's sort of where we were over the winter here, hoping that that core group could be brought in. And if it's not brought in, which it, is not been, had not, it has not been done yet, then you've got to do what you just said. And that is you've got to let Luciano play. You've got to let Schmidt play. You've got to let Fitzgerald play. Uh, you've got to let the Mecklemator play. <laughs> Get him out there again. The Mecklemator. <laughs> uh, Matos, you've got to give him another year uh, to see what he can do. Because at some point, that's the future of this organization. Patrick Bailey's another one that, you know, that fell apart at the end of the year. and The sidearm throws to second, and he couldn't hit at all. 
at the end of the year. You've got to pace him, and Murphy's got to play. Now what happens to Joey Bart? Where do you go with him? And I'm just reading this week about Joe Adele of the mm-hmm. Angels, who's uh, he's the mayor of Salt Lake City. He kills the ball in Salt Lake City. But now they just signed uh, Hicks from the Yankees, uh, and now Adele may not have a spot. So that's the kind of guy, if you want to swap, I saw Joey Bart for him, I'd be all for that. Yeah. Uh, and get a guy who can hit. And uh, Solaire is one I've loved all along. He's uh, 36 home runs. He's a right-handed hitter. Yes, he gets injured now and then. But my point on the Giants, you've got to take a risk. So the risk may be doing what you just said, letting these kids play and seeing if they can play in the big leagues. And it may take two years to figure that out. It may. You're going to have to be patient. Or the other thing is take a risk on one of these players, like an, even an Adam Duvall uh, or Jorge Soler. Why not? Take a risk. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least you have that feeling that, that you have a chance. Because they're going to do it with the center fielder, mm-hmm. uh, Lee. Lee, other than Yamamoto, Lee is the, the odds came out from uh, on MLB things this week. Very interesting. I was looking online today, and Yamamoto is, of course, the, the favorite to you know be rookie of the year in, that, in the National League. But second is uh, the Giants guy, Lee. Uh, of all the rookies that are coming in, the hot shot from Milwaukee that they signed for the million-dollar contracts. Um, but Lee is there. So my point is they're, t- they're taking a big risk on Lee, paying him $115 million, and I can't wait to see him. I can't wait for Alex Pavlich to say, Boy, that guy can hit, you know, (laughs) and, uh, you know, I can't wait to see that and stand there and watch him throw from the outfield and all that. That's a risk. And that's what baseball is all about. It's okay to take a risk on a player, which they do constantly on injured players. But I'm saying take a risk on someone that you may have to overpay who can actually play now that you don't have to worry about Tommy John surgery or coming back from something like that. And that's what I'm looking forward to. So the risk for me is what you just said of Schmidt playing and, and the kids getting their full chance or bring in some people and who are veterans and pay them mm-hmm. and just pay them. Look, because you're fighting Arizona, the Padres, you're fighting the Dodgers. The Dodgers are favorites to win the West at minus 400. That means you have to put up 400 to win 100. <laughs> but Arizona is to 10 to 1. Uh, the Padres are 11 to 1. The Giants are 12 to 1. So the Giants aren't that far out of being a contender, at least for the second spot in the West. So do something to make it happen. That's what I'm hoping. And that's what baseball is. That's what spring is. It's bonding back with the game again and giving you the hope that something good can happen. That's why we love the game. Yeah, Marty, you sound like you're running a sports book down there with all these odds. You know, <laughs> I looked it up out. today. It was, <laughs> come on, I loved it. The Giants, uh, here, I'll give you another one. This was good. The Dodgers over-under is 104 and a half to win. I'll take the over. I'll take the over on that. Really? Okay. Yeah. That, I'm not so sure. 104 piece of cake. Piece of cake Let, for the Well, they're, they're going to be built for October, so they may not go crazy during the, the regular season. Let, let's see what they look like during the regular season. But here's the point. Arizona, 84-and-a-half. San Diego, 81-and-a-half. The Giants, 81-and-a-half. Okay. So it's really surprising me and, and 
you know, the MGM and uh, Caesars, these people kind of know what they're doing. <laughs> to put the Giants, San Diego, and Arizona kind of in one little group. Yeah. I think that's actually very positive for the evaluation of the Giants. Okay. Okay, a lot needs to go right. A lot needs to go right for them to hit that 81 and a half and hit that over this year. But, you know, if you have the breakout season, Kyle Harrison, Marco Luciano, Jung-Hoo yeah. Lee is indeed in that rookie of the year conversation, it can happen. I, I want to ask you, Marty, about expectations because okay. at the beginning of this offseason, Farhan said at the general manager's meeting uh, on MLB Network that it was unacceptable that the Giants hadn't been to the playoffs in back-to-back seasons. Have they done enough to generate the expectations that – this should be a playoff team this year. No, not at all. Not at all. So how do you uh, be- square that comment at the beginning of the offseason with where they are now? Well, it's, it's, it's hope that the, you know, the, the general manager and the front office uh, would go out and, look, they come in second a lot for, mm-hmm. for these free agents. And that's where I say you've got to take the risk. And if it takes overpaying by, you know, it's not my money, but if it overpay by $40 million, Overpay to get that core group in the middle because right now, let's face it, uh, if you're over under expectations 81, yeah, you may get in the playoffs, but unless things go really well, you're not going to really make a dent. So I think there is that expectation when off season starts that they would compete for you know, the big names, Otani and Yamamoto and all that, but it didn't happen. So now we're kind of left back at square one again, and that's disturbing. Because uh, mm-hmm. you, you want to see something different. I, you know, I joke about it. I said, just bring in any ma- – I don't care who the major leaguer is. Bring in somebody. I use the example I made you laugh this morning. I said, bring your father in. Bring an exactly. FX Crowley to play second base. <laughs> I don't care. I just want to see a new major league face that comes in and, uh, and you have a chance to, to have this guy in camp and see what he can do. And that's kind of what you like to see, and the Giants haven't necessarily done that with players who are healthy and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And they haven't made a deal. Uh, look, Bellinger is still out there. If you want to take a risk with him, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do with Lamont Wade? Who cares? <laughs> you know, you're, you're in the entertainment business. And, yes, Bellinger's only had one good season after two horrendous seasons. But if he's figured it out and you overpay for him and you bring him in, and now you've got a guy who can hit third that when he comes to the plate, you're going to want to watch his at bat. It's okay. Chapman, look, he's a great glove. True. He, the bat has fallen off a little bit. But you have a shortstop who has never played the position really before in the big leagues. The guy behind them is Tyler Fitzgerald, who's the same boat as Luciano. You're not going to bring Crawford back. So get a third baseman who's another Brooks Robinson. You know, to play third and cover for the shortstop a little bit. It's okay to take that kind of risk. Well, he's not perfect. Nothing's perfect. But my point is, take the risk. Blake Snell's another one. Mm -hmm. You put Blake Snell in the rotation. Now, let's say Ray comes back at the end of the year. But you you put uh, uh, Snell in there with Logan Webb, and you go into a three-game series, I'm going to feel pretty good. And if you have someone like Harrison behind him, that's going to be, you know, you've got a formidable top three there. Well, Snell's only had two good seasons, and he wants, you know, nine years, 270. Well, that can be whittled down quite a bit, I would think, as he's not getting those kind of offers. But take a shot with him. It's okay. And uh, that's what I'd like to see the Giants do. 
and I've said this before, I'm not going to criticize them yet because we've got two more weeks to go before spring training and the way baseball works today, there's no time limit on this free agent stuff. So you can bring in a guy March 1st mm-hmm. and he can have his spring training and then you got a six-month season ahead of you. you got plenty of time. So there's no urgency for someone to, to sign right away because all the money will be gone. No. They can wait it out to the end. And maybe that's what Farhan is doing. Maybe he's waiting it out to the end to see where this thing goes. And until we're standing there, we're all standing there in the dugout and, and talking and contemplating, I'm not going to criticize yet as to what they've accomplished this winter. But if they have another couple of weeks to do it. And if they brought in a player that overloaded one position, you can make a trade. It's okay. Make a trade. You've got minor leaguers coming up. You've got players who are okay major leaguers, but they may have a spot on another team, and maybe you could get a, a player who's in AAA who's ready. He's in the top 100 of prospects for one of your players if you get a jam up at a position. That's okay to do it. So I'd like to see that. So until, yes. the, until there's a fat lady sings, as they say, <laughs> no body shaming here, but until something like that happens, I'm going to just be optimistic that they still can make a move that will give us what you just described, that hope, that excitement heading into spring training. I love it. A lot of Giants fans could use it, and Marty, a lot of Giants fans excited to hear your voice tonight. So I'll leave you with this. One last one. You mentioned it when we came on here. Willie Mays, 2424, yeah. the oldest living Hall of Famer. Mm. This is a special day. This is a special day to uh, to recognize someone who's meant so much to the Giants and so much to the Bay Area and the baseball world. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many people, let's face it, you know, as years go on, who never saw Willie play. Never even saw highlights of Willie play and just know, gee, Willie Mays Plaza, the statue and all that. They don't realize that this is unquestionably the greatest player who ever played Major League Baseball. He could do it all. He could do every phase of it. There's some that could throw better, hit better, this and that. But he did it all mm-hmm. better than anybody. And he was a major part of, of this franchise and a major part of, of baseball for, you know, coming up in 1951 to a team that uh, came out of nowhere, 13 and a half behind and got in the one, the pennant against the Dodgers and the Bobby Thompson home run going to 1962 and all through the 60s uh, with Willie and and Willie McCovey and Perry and all that stuff and Marischal. Uh, he's a major part of, of this franchise's history, baseball history, and a wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, his foundation is terrific. He does so many good things for young people in the community. And he's a San Francisco giant. He's a giant. Mm-hmm. He's a giant of the franchise. So it is. his number was 24. So this is 2-4-24, February 4th, 2024. And uh, Adam Swig was very big behind this and making it happen. And the mayor, uh, Giants uh, Historical Society in New York was part of it. So it's going to be a big deal. I know the uh, City Hall will be orange and black, Salesforce Tower orange and black. Uh, They're going to have a whole thing at the ballpark uh, with the scoreboard with uh, 24. The 24 palm trees around the park (laughs) will be lit up uh, in orange and black. So it is a... Look, it sort of came out of nowhere, but it gives us a chance to mm-hmm. celebrate the greatest player who ever played the game 
is certainly the greatest giant who ever played the game, and he's still with us. Thank God. Uh, Willie's going to May 6th. Willie will be uh, 93 mm-hmm. on, on May the 6th. So it gives us a chance to really celebrate him. So, yeah, that is coming up Sunday. And it's the perfect segue to this. February 24th is your first show, Marty. <laughs> Talking baseball from Scottsdale. Looking forward to it. Thank you Come so on. much. Raph is ready. For joining us. Oh, Come I know on. Raph's This is ready. year 19 for Raph and I together. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be fun. Mardi Gras is sold out already. We've got that coming up April the 4th uh, at Original Joe's. And I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to the year. Who knows what's going to happen? And that's, exactly. what, that's what it's all about. So uh, all I'll tell you is the mosaic is blank. We're going to have a story every day, and who knows where it's going to go. But I will be there with Bill and you and uh, everyone else to tell the story. All right. He is Marty Lurie. More coming up next. Sports Phone KMBR. You're listening to KMBR 104.5 680 Beat Sports Leader.